Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO in less time than it takes Shake Zool to find a new team. A quick reminder to rate and review us at the end of the episode. It really helps us. I'm Logan. This is AZS. Let's get into it. All right. Today, we are finishing up our uh, our three installment episode series of talk about RMRs. Uh, we're going to talk about Flashpoint and Epic League, and then we'll take a, a little bit of a dive into North American CS as it is. Let's start with Mouse Sports, though, because they Let's won. Let's go Mouse Sports. They won Flashpoint. Yeah, it's exciting. Mouse Sports have been, I mean, for their entire existence, they've been hit and miss, right? Yeah. Um, but when they're on it, they're like so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And sort of like Rops transitioning to a more aggressive role. And just putting Frozen in his role, and then Frozen gets MVP, and Rop still looks like second. You know, he still looks Third like best one of the best in the players world. in the world. And it's like this team is insane now. We sort of spoke last week um, about how what was he saying? Like, it's not really fair that they have Rops and Frozen. Like, that's just it's really unfair. And you sort of see why because they could just sort of switch them around and. You can move Rops into a more aggressive role and you lose absolutely nothing because Frozen is just just that good. And uh, mm. it's like a bit of a shout out to Beamus as well, who, you know, a lot of people were starting to doubt him. And with good reason. But the uh, the kid really stepped up. He like was genuinely yeah. the, the third well, maybe not the third piece they needed. I think that probably goes to Dexter, who is also extremely good. Like the whole team generally was just very, very good. There's there's not really any flaws. It's the, the the biggest thing you can the biggest sort of issue you can have with this is that winning the EU RMR is no longer like winning a tournament with only EU teams previously would have been like amazing and now it's like yeah but you don't have any of the four of the top you don't have four of the top ten teams in the world there. You don't have yeah. any CIS teams. It's barely even worth winning. I mean, to be fair, they did beat a lot of really good teams together. So they that actually two owed every single opponent up until the grand finals where they two one nip. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to be your worst win in the grand finals, two oneing nip, I think I think you're doing well. But they beat G two, they beat whatever this version of Astralis is that we're still confused on. They beat Fnatic, which at this point isn't really that much of a step. But you know what? Good for you guys. Cool for them. And they beat Big, uh, which Big has also been hit or miss really lately. So it, yeah. it was nice to see dominance. It wasn't like we had close game after close game after close game. It was it, it was Mouseport's dominance. Yeah, Mouse. Mouse already staking a claim to be the third best team in the world, I think. Yeah, the, um, the, the first best European team. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe Heroic, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Heroic thinking was... like Gambit, Heroic, Mouse as the three best teams in the world probably makes the most sense. Yeah, Heroic was kind of out early here, but they lost to Nip. Uh, they they went down lower bracket really early to G two, lost yeah. to Nip in the the lower finals, which was okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not great for them. The, no, you know, the given how many grand finals they've got to in big tournaments this year, like going out in one way, you don't, the, like, there's no Gambit to actually stop them, and then they don't win it, and it's like. Okay, that's a little bit. Little yeah, bit on the other hand, though, NIP looked really good during this tournament, regardless of anything. I, 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 I don't know. They sort of, they kept winning, but they didn't look that good. I know that sounds really odd, but sort of, no, I know what you uh, mean. ZTR kind of 
eh, like it kind of doesn't do anything. Res looked really good. Device grew into it, but he started really slow. Well, and like yes, know, but it's... like. I was never really convinced by NIP in the same way I was by Mouse. Maybe that's just results based because Mouse beat them, but hmm. I don't think it's just results based. You got to remember that Dexter and and Acor joined this team like three months ago, right? And we were questioning them the entire time that Dexter and Acor were there. They like they went out first and whatever uh, they went out like very last place or whatever in the first event that they were in, and we were like, "Nah, this team's gonna fail." And well, here here they are, and they absolutely beat everyone. And this was Nip's first event. Yeah, like, I mean, that's yes, true. it was a like, longer this... event, and we, but we saw improvement as the event went on, which I think yeah, is I mean, kind of what you need to ask for for a team that's integrating a brand new star player. Yeah, I'm not saying it's particularly worrying. It's just that if anything, it's more worrying for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the teams that NIP with a new player who didn't even look that convincing were able to get to the final and take a map off the the team. Like that, that to me is a little bit. You almost don't want to see Nip do well because they shouldn't be this good. I think it actually is kind of bad that Heroic lost to them, and you know, team like G two or Heroic or Mm -hmm. even one of the other, you know, like a big or an OG or something doesn't make it all the way through. That I think that would be a better sign for EU Counter Strike than NIP with a brand new player with a that with a, a guy they just signed from the academy, kind of not looking up to scratch but they still make it anyway it's like i don't know time will tell whether or not this team is as good as the results suggest or as good as the performances suggest i think i don't know if the performances are just lagging behind the results or the results are just sort of you know unsustainable mm-hmm. i mean Where well, well we'll find out in the coming days yeah yeah mouse just looked ridiculous i mean we've got We've got uh, I am summer coming up, which is one of our huge tournaments for this year, right? Where we will have NIP. Unfortunately, no mouse sports, but we will see how NIP fares against those CIS teams that we talked about before, because all f- three of them, not no Navi, but three of them will be in attendance of Gambit, Virtus Pro, and Spirit, and we'll get to see how they fare there on Ancient as well. On Ancient, uh, I'm so excited to see Ancient in pro play. I'm I apprehensive. Loved, I loved seeing I loved seeing Train last week. I think it's going to be a clusterfuck the first week. And oh, I think, oh, definitely. I think that mid-event, Valve's going to update the map. And ESL's going to say, we're going to play on the old version until the end of the event. Yeah. But the updated map will be actually considerably better than the original one. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to update it. As soon as they've seen pros play it, that's what happened with Vertigo, and it and it's what happened with Overpass. So I, it would not surprise me if it happens once again with Ancient. They want pro play data as well as like you know matchmaking data before mm-hmm. they make any big decisions. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um. Okay, let's move on to our next thing quickly. Uh, Epic League finished. Uh. It finished about exactly as you would have expected it to finish, um, with a CIS RMR, right? You, you expect <laughs> and that it made no sense whatsoever. And that it made absolutely no sense, but also made all of the sense in the world. Um, if you don't understand that, let's talk about this for a minute. Gambit and Virtus Pro won. Uh, Gambit won against Virtus Pro. That seems relatively normal. Spirit got fourth. 
Navi got fifth, which is a little kind of weird. And now you might be thinking to yourself, hey, Logan, you didn't say who finished in third, and that's because a team called Akuma finished third. Yeah. With budget Flamey. And... <laughs> so Logan is convinced that um, Sensei Bro. looks like Flamey, but a budget he does. version. He, he does have a very baby face. He's got a big baby face. He kind of looks like Flamey, but I mean... Not sure. I'm not, I'm not convinced. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I want to talk about Sensei because his numbers are just insane. Like, you go and have a look at his HOTV page, and it's just full of green, like more green than Snoop Dogg's house. It's it's insane. Like, it, like just every game, he's just got like a 1.3 rate. He's like averaging 1.3 for the last three months. He he dropped 50 kills and a loss to Gambit. Like on a map they lost, he dropped 50 kills. Um, like plus twenty three or something. Ridiculous. At a one point five rating over two maps against Navi as well. Like, but you want to give him so much credit for that. But this event was. Let's 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 go with unprofessional. I think is the word I'm going to go with. I'm going to try to be a little bit uh careful. <laughs> so, okay. If you're not aware, there was. Where do you even begin on the issues? I guess the big, the, the the first one that came out was that the GoTV had no delay, so you could just have the stream, like you could just have it open on another computer and just see where the opponents were. That's obviously bad, and there's plenty of clips actually of the Yakuma players looking quite far left during a clutch, or you know, in like a two v two situation. It's like, are you? It's very suspicious. Like you'd be able to find them. I think I linked uh, a few of them in the newsletter. It's very suspicious. I, I you can't say for sure what they're doing, but nobody a turns the head all the way to look at the radar, and b checks the radar that often in in a clutch situation. It's very odd. There was no anti cheats supposedly at the event. Um, according to quite a few people. The grand final was changed to a best of five about half an hour before it went on, uh, with one of the teams having just played a best of three before that, Invertus Pro. Um, What else? Oh, supposedly, according to Overdrive, who is usually known for roster leaks in the CIS region, he tweeted something about how one of the referees was in contact with um, with Akuma, kind of suggesting there was some collusion at play. But he has since deleted the... Oh, no, he has not deleted the tweet. I was worried then. I was going to look at but He said, information has surfaced that one of the RMR admins was communicating with Akuma. Said admin was refereeing the matches of the team, which were later recognized as rigged. Soon more info. That was 15 hours ago as of recording, and we do not have more info. So I don't know about you, but when I hear the word soon, 15 hours on a tweet, I'm thinking that's probably it's probably a bit longer than soon. Um, it's just yeah. a little bit like baity, but we'll, we'll see what comes of it. I mean, there's so many, like everywhere you look, there's like more nonsense. Apparently the casters for the English stream were... Well, apparently, the, originally the stream was just not showing the game. 
they were just showing pictures of the casters, which was nice. Um, you know, they really earned the 50 to 70 euros they were reportedly paid per match, which I'm pretty sure is on the low side. I've not, I've not done much casting or been paid for any at all, but for an event like this, 50 to 70 euros per best of three is, uh, it's not a lot. It's really not a lot in my, uh, small experience and, you know, in the industry. <sighs> And to top all of it off, uh, Navi and Tropic decided that they just didn't want to play their decider match. <laughs> Which they're now and having then, to play. So. And they're now being forced to play. So so supposedly, the thing with this is, Navi and Tropic agreed to draw and take 50 points each instead of the 100 that the winner gets. But, I think Vu tweeted this, that if Navi win, Akuma get the spot at the major and if yes. Navi lose or draw Entropic get it so there was a sort of suggestion that Navi were also a little bit suspicious of Akuma who absolutely murdered them by the way they've been like 16-2 on Matt 1 and like 2 owed them they're a little bit suspicious and this is all conjecture this is not at all oh yeah what we happened. have no hard proof but, but the um, this sort of suggestion being that Navi was suspicious of Akuma would rather see Entropic go through, so just agree to the draw. As well as like not having to play a fifth place game that doesn't matter to them. Uh, I mean, I guess it's better than them throwing, but it is a little bit unprofessional. Yeah. I, I feel like we should have a new segment called Conspiracy Corner and just talk about all the conspiracies that we're going to talk about. Seems like we do it rather often. <laughs> I, I mean, this is... Nothing would be would surprise me about this event at this point. Do you know what I mean? No, like a and conspiracy like the, theory is like if anything, just not outlandish enough. That's a good point. The, and to top all of it off, like the event was run by the people that own Virtus Pro or something like that. It just like there was more stuff in here of just like more shady stuff. Because welcome to CIS Counter Strike. Well, welcome to esports. Honestly, uh, welcome to esports. We, yeah. We've become a little bit more professional over time but it's never really yeah. going away for not for a while at least all right let's move on to the xq we're going to talk about summit here and the the other thing that happened in na so summit liquid absolutely bodied furia it was a great time to watch i loved every moment of it and i want to it was interesting seeing richard lewis cast with fiflarin and hugo and harry because no pro no productivity got done during any of those games from any of the casters. Exciting. Actually, let me rephrase that. Fiflarin tried to be productive and actually cast stuff, but Richard, Harry, and Hugo just derailed the conversation every time. It was fantastic. It was it was a summit event. That's how you know it was a good event. It was a summit event. <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch much of summit for you know time zone and yeah. There's NA there's one uh, reasons. There's one clip where Richard Lewis goes, uh, we are being paid to cast this game of Counter-Strike. We will be casting this game of Counter-Strike seriously. Harry, cast. And then you just have Harry just absolutely laughing. Like he's just dying and he, he can't do anything about it. I've got a clip somewhere. I'll throw it in the show notes. Um, but Liquid Bodied Furia. 
Um, so, okay. Liquid, we, we thought Liquid were going to be good just coming into this, right? Because they're, they should be the number one team in NA, right? It should be Liquid Furia. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't expect Liquid to 2-0 Pain, 2-1 Furia, and then 3-1 Furia in a best of five. Right, and the one loss that they had to Furia was actually super doable. Yeah, it was on Inferno's. Making like NA power rankings is impossible because they change yeah. every week. You're like every time, you're like right, okay, Liquid, they're back on top, they're the best team, and then all of a sudden they'll just like lose to Bad News Bears, lose to like Extremum or something. You're like, okay, I guess I guess Furia are the best, and then Furia play Liquid and just get pounded out the server twice. You're like, well, so. Where do we stand? The only thing I do know is that Evil Geniuses are not in the in the terrible. top four. They're just not. <laughs> yeah, they were there. terrible. They went out in last uh, place uh, along with Bad News Bears, but you've, you've quietly requested we don't talk about them going out last. So, yeah, yeah, so sure, Evil Geniuses place, made up both the seventh and the eighth place finish, bizarrely. So, I don't know how that's <laughs> happened. Exactly. Um, I want to talk about the rest of Summit, though, because for the first time in a little bit of time, it seems like North American Counter-Strike and I include Brazilian and et cetera, Counter-Strike in this because half this event was South American, right? Seems to be having a somewhat of a renaissance, right? We've known that Furia and Liquid have been good for a while, right? And good being worthy of being in the top 15, top 20, right? I can't say that Liquid's always the team that they won the Grand Slam with two years ago, right? <laughs> but I can say that Liquids looked like a decent team for the last two years for the most mm-hmm. of it and continues to look like a decent team. Furia has continued to look like a decent team, although Junior is still not fitting into that team at all. Yeah, I I, I do believe in Junior, but he's got a sort of... <clears throat> he's not given yeah, us much to junior. believe in. Yeah, I mean, Furia, it should have been the perfect team for him, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't seem to be. Yeah, um, but... With teams like Extremum, who actually did somewhat well in this, to everyone's surprise, right? They looked kind of awful in the group stage, but they at, they managed to come out in the in the playoffs, and it, they managed to look actually really good. Um, with Extremum looking actually pretty good, with Oplano looking really good. Like I was actually surprised at the level of play that Oplano was doing. Um, like I saw, I saw their game against Pain, um, and they looked like a, a team that could win games. Oh yeah, like, Oplano are decent. I mean, these are good players. These are players that are, you know they might be sort of outcast a little bit, but there was a reason they were. We know who they, they are. They, like, there's yeah. a reason we know that you know they've been around good Brazilian teams for most of their for, for a large part of their career. Like, these aren't. You know, these are no mugs. And then you have the, the you know, the pain guys who are coming up who mm-hmm. at some point will play for the best team in Brazil or you know, the best teams in Brazil. Yeah. The, the South America is seeming to flourish quite a bit at the moment, I think. And I think it's not long before we get mini explosion of Brazilian teams showing up at big events and doing some damage. I want to talk about VSM's uh, <clears throat> celebration when they beat pain for a moment, oh, I he had the, this. okay. So he had a, like a napkin, like tucked into the top of his shirt. Right. And he had a knife and a fork and was preparing <laughs> to like eat steak or something. Right. I see. Like the, uh, <clears throat> the dog on Tom and Jerry. 
Yes. But he was like, basically, he just, they panned the, they got the camera to him, right? Right at the end of the game. And you just seen him going. <laughs> it was. That is. I mean, it's oh some my. supreme confidence to like already have that on hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He had it already. That beforehand and have all the props ready. Like, we're just going to win. So I might as well just get ready to celebrate. Like, <laughs> fair enough. Respect that. Um, extra salt looked, they, they looked that, that is, that's the extent in which I will talk about extra salt and how they looked. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're okay. They're, they're, they're maybe not the, the saviors at the, and aviers that we thought they were saviors. Of no, but... There's a joke in there somewhere. I, I can't find it. I don't know. Everyone can have an off tournament though. And I'm not, I'm not worried about extra salt just because they lost to Furia and Extremum while Extremum was having a weird Cinderella run. Like, okay. They made it through group stage yeah, two. I, I mean, like, losing to Furia is never embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing because you lost to Art just pushing through smoke. Yeah, and stuff. okay. But like, yeah, no, you like. It, but losing to the team of Furia is not embarrassing. Act, yeah, thing. actually, like, when you look at the result, it's like, okay, that's not embarrassing. Obviously, when Art's, like, you know, stabbing you in the back and. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Teabagging you, it's like okay, this is a little bit embarrassing. But. <laughs> All right, um, and then the last part about North American Counter Strike that we want to talk about is this morning we found out that Sheikh Zula, who had left Triumph last week, has found a new home on Bad News Bears, which is sick. Yeah, I'm super like excited this. to see this. Bad News Bears have been sort of growing in stature, mm-hmm. even though they they mysteriously. We're not at the uh, RMR CS yep, Summit. Mysteriously. Never mysteriously. There. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, adding somebody like Sheik, who will, who's previously got the best of John, best out of John G as well, I believe. I believe they played together. I think. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, are reason, you looking for a fact check from me here? <laughs> I was I was hoping you would, uh, you would have the information. I'm fairly sure he did. Um. So, uh, either way, if he hasn't previously got the best out of it, I'm sure he will get the best out of him in, in the future because he's he's a very good in-game leader. I just hope he's he brings Cynic over, so we can like finally make this bad news Deers team that we suggested before a uh, reality. Yeah, I I'm excited to see this team go. Right, like I, I think Alter was Spongy. Was... He played with before, not John. Okay. Okay. Similar so, Alter though was I think was their worst player on the team to be honest, and I think that Alter like that Shake is an upgrade regardless of the fact that Shake is not the greatest. He's not the greatest in-game player that we've ever seen, but he's definitely one of the best IGLs we've seen, and it means that I, I think PTR was IGLing before. I don't think it was Alter. Yes. Um, but it means that PTR gets to not IGL and gets to focus a little bit more on fragging, which I think that this team needs. Uh, and it's not like Alter, who Shake replaced, was particularly uh, individually impressive anyway. It's not like you're losing a whole lot of firepower to bring in Shake Zulu. It's a slight downgrade, of course, but it's not like you're not losing loads of firepower to do this move. It's not like a massive trade-off. It seems like a positive move. And now it's time for Shake to to prove us right, hopefully, that he is he does know what he's doing. I mean, he got Brian a HLTV page. He must be a genius. 
that's a good point. He he got Brian an HLTV page. There's there's got to be some sort of magic that he just gives to players in the server with him. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the, the guy's a genius. Hey guys, quick note from the editor's desk. First of all, I want to thank everybody for the everything that you guys have done for Overtime Inferno. We absolutely are so grateful for the community that watches and listens every week. Um, we, we'd like to continue to grow this community and continue to produce this awesome content for you guys. So down in the description below, there is a link for referral. Um, if you use that referral, you'll if you refer three friends, you'll be able to get some in-game, real-life CSGO stickers that you'll be able to put in your laptop or water bottles or whatever that gets sent to you. And we get help because we get some awesome new followers that help us grow as a podcast. So if you want to keep seeing awesome content from us, please refer some people to us. It really helps us out. All right, back to the execute. Uh, welcome to our uh, very after hours edited in segment. Uh, I've just had a nine hour work day. Elliot's just about to go to sleep in the UK. It's 12 15 in the morning. And uh, we now have information that Phage has benched Cold Zera and Zeus has stepped down from Evil Geniuses. So we're going to talk about this for a minute. And uh, also, um, NIP made a change, right? With, oh, yeah. Uh, and NIP. ZTR dropping out. Yeah. I, it's just like so small compared to the rest that I just totally forgot about it. Um, so Cold Zera is not on phase anymore, which is a thing. Yeah. So, uh, obviously we, we spoke a little bit in the podcast, as you'll hear about, uh, the TR and, um, and a little bit about evil geniuses as well, but we never, we didn't even mention phase cause we're a little bit bored of them being rubbish and thought, you know, they'll make a change, but I'm not sure benching Cold Zero was the change we necessarily expected, especially when his replacement appears to be Olaf Meister, which is, uh. Yeah, I don't know. That's not really a step up, is it? I'd I'd assume Olaf's going to be a like temporary replacement, just like he was the temporary replacement when uh, who was it? Bemis left and Kirby left, right? I would assume that so. he's just going to be there for a minute. What I find interesting is that Cold Zera wasn't like he wasn't performing poorly. He was probably not. He probably wasn't their best performer. I think that belongs to Twist or Brokey, but he. He definitely wasn't the worst person on the team. No, um, he wasn't at all. No, I mean he, he's pretty good still, but he's not superstar level like he once was. Um, which seems to go for all of the MIBR players, right? Like they've all dropped off massively. Um, so it's only it only seems reasonable that Cold Zero would as well. I and mean, there's still a player in there that if you took a gamble on, there's a decent chance you can get a really fantastic player out of but uh, i always thought he was a bit of a system player anyway on mibr and when he's not on like super like top top form you you kind of have to build around cold zero and he, he doesn't really give out the output that you would need him to to build around him at the moment so he might have to change his style a little bit as well which yeah i thought uh in in the quick amount of time i had to do my quick Twitter scroll through um, a lot of what I saw was people, I don't know if it was jokes or like legitimate things about uh, cold Zara being rumored towards liquid to replace grim. They play a lot of the same spots and obviously following cold Zara have had that relationship for years upon years upon years. Um, I don't personally think liquid should make a move. What do you think about that? Kind of those rumors that I've heard. I'm like 90% certain that won't happen. Didn't like Fallen and Cold Zero like not want to really play together anymore. I think that was kind of like when they split up. It was like Cold wanted to 
leave that team. I'd be surprised if he went back to play with Fallen. I'd be surprised if Liquid are willing to gamble on him. Um, it's interesting though, like trying to find a spot for Cold Zero is pretty difficult. Um, there's not many international teams are really looking for a player at the moment. Uh, I guess he could go to Furia, maybe if, if Junior is to be replaced. Maybe that's the way that goes, which would be fun. But it would be a fun team. I think the probably the best way for him to continue his career. He's 26, so he's not the youngest person known to humankind ever. I mean, we we say this, but 26 is still really young, right? Um, I hope so. <laughs> um, but like, maybe something along the lines of like, Coltzera goes back to Brazil and plays as the older veteran player. Maybe starts IGLing for one of the the lesser Brazilian teams that we've seen. Like we saw Fergo to Imperial recently and he's i don't i don't think he's igling but he's definitely bringing his talents to people who normally wouldn't have had access to such a thing so maybe he goes mm-hmm. back and gives back to the brazilian scene in that kind of way i think cold probably still thinks he's better than that though when you see fallen go to liquid he probably thinks i can do better than that i can be on a on a top team like uh, i think he has to think that i think he'd be i think he's probably right too as well but i mean if you're that if you were that good, if you were the number one player for two years in a row, you probably don't think, oh, I'm just I'm just shit now. <laughs> I'm going to go play for some washed up Brazilian team. Yeah. Um, but it is difficult because the obvious spots are international teams and NA teams. And well, he was on probably the only international team that had a spot for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe if this project or maybe EG. That would be interesting. Trade Brazilians as per normal with EG. Yeah, like, I mean that 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 roster clearly isn't working, right? Well, what yeah. here's a here's a spicy one for you. Extremum. That could work too. Replacing either I mean, B and Tet or uh, maybe Grat or something. I don't know. Well, Grat's Grat's their primary offer, so he's kind of safe. Yeah, but I don't really rate him. I don't think he's that good. I mean, Cold could AWP. You don't have to run an AWP as well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be a fun move. All right, let's let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about Zeus last. Let's switch to LNZ. So uh, Nip, Nip's Young Ninjas team uh, has the... It's their academy team, uh, LNZ, which is one of the players, is going to be stepping into the main roster for IEM Summer. He's replacing ZTR. Um... What do we think about this? Cool idea, but it seems like if you're going to spend $1 million on an author, you probably shouldn't be pairing him with whichever kid you think has had the best few last few months. It seems very strange to me. You spend a million dollars on device when you could mm-hmm. potentially get him for free in seven months, which implies some sort of urgency. And Maybe then they get you, called zero. <laughs> that'd be fun. And then you just like pair him with just a random kid from the academy. It's like, and then you just rotate it so that there's no sort of time to build synergy. Just it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe there's some greater idea that I'm missing, but it, you sort of imply a level of urgency, which is why mm-hmm. you need to sign device. And then 
you, you then go the complete opposite way again. I know we're building for the future. So if you're building for the future, why don't you just wait seven months to sign device? I, I don't get it. I, I, it's not my money, I guess, but I, it's a really odd move to me. I mean, from, I think, Taken to the Discord as well, according to uh, LNZ's Twitter, he's an IGL for the young team. Which means either he's not going to IGL on this team and he's going to focus more on his fragging and he's going to try and learn from Hampus or Hampus is going to not in-game lead. But then again, like, know, which is why, would you, why would you spend a million dollars on an AWP to have an 18-year-old kid who's never played at this level in-game lead him? It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, buying a chassis for an Audi and putting a toy engine in it. It's just odd. <laughs> yeah. It's... It, it's... It's weird. I mean, I agree with the fact that ZTR shouldn't have been. She's not. He doesn't belong on this team. But taking a player that doesn't belong on this team and putting another player that also doesn't belong on this team in, it, it doesn't make sense. You're, it. You're not actually resolving the problem. You're just shifting the problem now. Yeah. That, I mean, unless I this feel. guy is like the best. He, unless he's like literally the next simple, and just none of us know about it. If that's the case, then sure. Uh, put he's there. not the next simple, but he might be the next. Hampus or Glaive or something. That that's I think yeah. that's the sort of upper limit. But even yeah, that his, seems unlikely. His rating's about a one point he's one point oh four, so it's basically a one rate. He's pretty average on the rest of it. So I mean, I mean maybe which is it's pretty solid for if he an is an IGL, IGL that is a pretty yeah. solid rating. So I mean I, I don't know. It, I'm apprehensive. It, it's not a mark of, of him as a player, it's more a mark of it it seems like a bit of a strange approach to NIP. team building, but yeah. What do I know? All right, let's move on to the last part. So Zeus has stepped down from Evil Geniuses, um, following Ch- um, Chet, whose name is also I'm a pet for a while. Um, same guy. So following Chet uh, leaving a while back, Zeus has now left the team. So that leaves the team with Breezy, Obo, Mihu, Stanislaw, and Cirque. Um. In my head, I see Stanislaw going next in the next couple of days. Stanislaw, uh, as we alluded to in the other pit, the podcast we recorded, um, his teams seem to have a sell-by date, and I think EG have passed that sell-by date, and I think they need some fresh blood. I, I don't know why this always happens with Stanislaw, but it always seems like his teams start to break down after a little while, after some like a decent period of success. Uh, I don't know if it's just like he, he gets anti-strated or it's just, oh, I don't know what it is. Um, I wouldn't like to speculate, but it, it, it seems to be a real pattern. And I, I think EG have gone that way. I mean, they can recycle coaches all they want. I, I don't think coaching changes are the, the real fix. I think that the team is a little bit dysfunctional, but it, it should never be going out and last in NA only events with, you know, this level of set with Breezy and Cirque and Oboe, like it's just not it's not acceptable really for a team of this quality. I mean, I know you lose Ethan to you know, circumstances that are not ideal, but you, you replace it with Oboe, you can't really ask for a much better replacement than that. Yeah, I mean, it, they, they have good players. It's not like they don't have any bad... It, it's not like there's a weak player on their team that's just like, yeah, this is the reason that we're holding you back. There's something... 
there's something else that's holding them back. And it's it's probably some combination of Stanislaus calling. Zeus might have been calling for the last many months, right? Because we haven't had the same kind of restrictions with coaching until this RMR. Like there there's there's been some help on that. So maybe Zeus is calling kind of in the game hasn't really helped or I I don't know exactly what this is, but I it's it's a curious thing to see the coach go first, right? Um, I don't think Zeus was probably the issue. Um, I don't think for, there is a singular issue. Yeah, you don't go thing. from the best team in NA to the eighth best team in NA because of one issue. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I would like. I wonder if um, Josh Mix, who is the uh, assistant coach C nine, has been looking for more um, senior position. I wonder if he's somebody they're considering. Um, go back to an American I, coach. I think it would be dumb not to consider him um, because there's not a huge amount of like coaches that are just out of job. I mean, the, the number other name I would put out is Tacticus, who is uh, the I triumph coach. I believe he's he just, just got to Fury. He, yeah. he, today, actually, about an hour before this happened, he got added to Fury as an assistant coach, which, yep. I mean, he's Brazilian. It works with them, and he's going to be working with uh, Gary. So he, he was also a uh, junior's former coach. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense on all of the bases there, right? Um, but I, I don't really like we I, like I talked about Cold Zero maybe going back to Brazil. I don't really see Zeus going back to Brazil. I think Zeus is still a really good coach. I just don't know who's looking for a coach right now. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, technically, maybe Faze is looking for a coach, but like he doesn't even have any roots with that team anymore. Like he used to with Cold Zero. Um, it's also like it's really difficult for us to tell what a coach does and what they don't do. So we'll see where, where he lands. I think it'll be interesting regardless. It'll, it'll be something he'll, he's going to go somewhere. He's going to land on his feet. It's not like Zeus is going to suddenly become the pariah of all of counter-strike. I would imagine. So, yeah. All right. We have some, uh, we have some listener mail, I believe. Yeah. A little bit, a little, a little bit. bit. Of mail. We got a little bit of mail. Let's find the. Uh... Let's find. Let's find the right. mail. So, uh, <laughs> if we meme it enough, can we actually get a fallen junior swap it's from uh, Eric? Okay, I, I talked about this like with my friends while I was watching the Fury game, and I was like, I want this to happen, but I also don't want this to happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think even though. Obviously, nationality-wise, it doesn't make more sense. I think it makes more sense the way around it is. I think Liquid need a player like Fallen more than they need a player like Junior, and I think Fury need a player like Junior more than they need a player like I don't Fallen. even think it's a player like. I think it's just the fact that Liquid need the IGL, and yeah. Fury doesn't. And having yeah. Fallen on the team with Art is just not going to... There's no benefit. <laughs> yeah. But, like, and, it would be fine, but... but Fury have always had a passive Orper to, to clutch rather mm. than... I mean, it's not like Fallen is a bad clutch or anything like that, but he tended to be quite aggressive with the orb. And, you know, as much as I would like to see Junior on Liquid, but I'm not sure I want to see Fallen on Furia. Yeah, okay. Top Uh, five national teams that we could make. So if we were to just pick from one country. So I I feel like it's going to be like Russia. Also max two players from the same team. I suppose in the team. Okay, so I feel like it's going to be like Russia at the top. I don't know who's going to be in that Russian team. 
But does oh, it really oh, well, potentially matter? Ukraine. Well, it would be Russia, then Ukraine. I don't think we can count them as the same country. They're national. No, no, no I'm saying that, like, would Russia or Ukraine be better? Russia well, has a that... more diverse pool of players to pick from, but Ukraine is simple. So, like... Y- yeah, you're not wrong there. <laughs> it's like, well... Russia does have simple. You, well, Ukraine, Ukraine does have yeah. simple. you got to be careful there. Um... <laughs> I mean the two the max two from a team is really unfortunate because I'd just take like Gambit and throw like Dexter on Gambit and then we'd be done. I think it still has to be it probably does have to be Russia because the drop off from Simple to Shiro is not It's, it's not, not enough. Big. And then the so rest you just of go the like, players. You just go like Shiro, Mir. Shiro Mir, Electronic. Yeah, like Dexter. Dexter. And- you know, just throw someone else on. I, I Doesn't just put in as the in-game leader because sure, fuck God, it. No, he knows what he's doing. The Ukrainian um, teams like some die young, simple, and then sensei, Flamey, sensei and one other guy from Akuma. <laughs> yeah, there's almost there. certainly somebody I'm forgetting, but mine's gone blank. Um, I, Denmark's always going to be pretty solid. Yeah, like they have the issue with Denmark is going to be that depth. It's going to be the the two max from a two max from a team. You say that, but then a... like they're they're dotted around all over the place. You've got like Blame F and Config. Yeah, that's complexity. Point. You've got S Attack not on a team. Carrigan, Acor. Like, we've also Kierby. forgotten about uh, Heroic. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like even <laughs> if you even if you ignore Heroic and Astralis, you have all these. Pl- I mean, you have Device and NIP as well. That's a good you can almost just one. build the old Astralis lineup, mate. <laughs> wait, wait, can you? <laughs> almost. I mean, you're, you're or, cool. or at least one with S attack in. You could S attack and well, Carrigan. You could go. You can build the, just... the pre pre glaive lineup. You can build the one with uh, the TSM lineup with Cajun and Cajun and Device and Dupree and Zip and Carrigan. Right, you can add Kierby in as well. Yeah, like I mean, that's gonna be that's always gonna be solid. France is a little bit like in theory really good, but I guess with its two players from each, like it's fine because you can just go two players from G two, two players from Vitality, and then like one player from Double Pony or something. You're you're pretty yeah. happy with that. Yeah, I think you better. I mean, that. Brazil, as we spoke about earlier, has a lot of depth as well. I think, I think Canada would be a pretty good team. You'd have to get some players out of retirement, but <laughs> that's never that's not a good sign. You gotta get some players out of retirement. But if you do that, yeah, but you, all right. But you get Shroud, nothing, Naf, and <laughs> this team sounds terrible. What are you talking about? They're half out of retirement, man. <laughs> I'm not having this. I, I feel like a low key one is sorry is uh, Slovakia. Speaking of getting players out of retirement, is it Slovakia? Guardian, Stiko, Frozen, Zero. Isn't it Latvia? No, it it's not Latvia. Well, Latvia is Yukanda. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, He's a very Latvian name, in fact. I mean, you could get a Bosnian team and just put Nico and Hunter and then three random Bosnian players. You get uh, YNK <laughs> in. <laughs> you just, no, he's Serbian. Different country. Oh, yeah, so he is. I, I always forget because he was like he's good friends with Nico. Yeah, no, I should be very careful with that one, actually. It's not. That's not a mistake you want to make. Hold up, wait. You could throw Frozen on that Slovakian team. Hold up, yes, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that's a nasty yeah. team now. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's, they have a, a re, like a really odd amount of talent just 
given that I don't think there's any professional or at least no big Slovenian players, but Slovakia has just like a solid team of five. I think. You get Frozen, Amy on that Stiko, team too. Not uh, yeah, you can get Stiko on that team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty nasty. At zero I'm, was one who was probably so get the. I, uh, I mean, that's that's like the that's like the dark horse team, but uh, Germany is also actually surprisingly solid because you can get Faven in. Yeah, you can get just sprout people in. You can just get Faven into big. You're pretty yeah. happy with that. But then you get the, you've uh, got to find a fifth from somewhere, which is difficult. You get the old bravado lineup, the the South African lineup. <laughs> how? How would how would that be good? It's like the worst. I, I never said it would be good. Salt. I just said you could get that lineup. It is a lineup you could acquire if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm not sure it would it would be a particularly good idea. The lineup that I don't think would be very good though is the Swedish lineup under these conditions. Interesting. Okay, actually, uh, you've got like Lecro and Forest on Dignitas that you could draft in you were struggling but i mean the problem is like who'd you take from fanatic at the moment like crims i guess brolin yeah maybe, maybe. you got crims brolin rez hampus and... lecro uh, yeah lecro or forest whichever you yeah. prefer i mean that's not a terrible team it could be worse it could definitely I, it's be worse. not as good as it's not as good as it would have been like maybe three years ago but it maybe breaks the top five. I think the top five is something like Denmark, Brazil, like Russia, Denmark, Brazil, maybe Ukraine. France, Ukraine, something like that. Something like that, yeah. But so Slovakia is like a dark horse. Um, I think US is probably a dark horse there too because you can grab like. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a terrible team. Any well, team I mean, with it, like Elysian Breezy is going to be fine. Like, yeah. Grab Shake to make that team, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like Shake Zula. I like the guy, but when you're comparing him to leaders at this level, like he is going to struggle individually. Just you know, just grab other players. Yeah, you would just Bring, have uh, Stewie, just have Stewie in game lead, probably. Yeah, you know that's not the worst idea. It's probably or you just bring Tarek out of retirement to in game lead. <laughs> well, I guess Stan is the other option. Yeah, he, he is six months. He is technically a a in game leader that currently plays Counter Strike professionally. <laughs> that, I mean, his true. teams are usually good for six months. Bro, just get Nitro out of retirement. You can get him to IGL. Well, yeah, I mean, I think he's busy. <laughs> he's he's a little busy. Uh, we had a question from Jack asking how my hangover was after this weekend. Um, the the hangover is. Less alcohol related and more. I did exercise for the first time in a while related, and all of my <laughs> my body aches. I've got I've got sunburn on the back one. of my neck, um, and I ate myself into a coma. But other than that, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> other than um, that, other than the fact that you know it takes me three hours to walk down the stairs, and, and even when I do, it hurts. Ah. <laughs> uh... It's all good. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got asked if uh, we think Jantaras ends the game 12 and 26. It could be over quicker because he has he has tasty dolma waiting at home to be eaten. I can neither confirm nor deny. I, I do sure not have information. His, uh, 
about his eating habits. But I, I mean, I mean, maybe. I, I wonder if that is like a thing that happens over. <laughs> Players are like, uh, no, can we just get this over? I've done that before in matchmaking. And I imagine it like at pro level, you and you play all the time and you've got so many online games. You're like, lads, we ain't winning this. You know, I've got places to be. I've got food to eat. Like, do we, <laughs> can just, we just get off? Do we just sack this off? Like, should we just go, you know, should we just rush B three rounds in a row, get it over with, and then we will move on with our day. We've all got, we've all got like other best of threes to play today as well. Like none of us want to be here. Let's just get it over with. I don't think so, but like, it's possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all been there. I wonder if some of them eat during, like, do you ever do that? Like, you know, you get food during, uh, during a game. Like, oh, I'm just going to die quickly this round so I can eat. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I wonder if that happens. I wonder if it's like, you know, when you see a player who doesn't normally entry and they just run in first. Like, what's going on? It's like, they just had, they had food. <laughs> They're hungry. Well, I know that, like, I think Keto was eating something a while back. He was eating, like, pineapple or something during one of the matches. He had, like, he had a whole thing of it. It's a strange, and it's just like, strange choice. I, I don't know, man. I do not know. I don't and on that, that note... <laughs> On that note, we will see you guys next week. We are going to see the beginning of IEM Summer and Ancient for the first time played by pro players, uh, which will be fun always. Um, other than that, make sure to follow us on our Twitters at, at AZESC, at LoganRampHap, and at ReedTLDR. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.